greatest weapon of all. First step to solving any problem is recognizing there is one. It's time we started this. Pain isn't something we thought. All we can ever do for our heroes is remember them. And they gave up two lives. The one they were living in and the one they would have lived. They gave up everything for our country, for us. They pray for freedom and justice. Some veterans not getting the timely care that they need. Less than 1% of Americans serving in uniform. Good news is, is that in recent years, we've made historic investments to boost the VA budget. What is it? Why should we care? We should care about press freedom because... Because we were informed. In democratic societies, free, diverse, and pluralist media enable public debates and are essential checks You don't look status. Let's discuss. Hey guys, welcome to Vet Vet Podcast, a new episode. Yeah, season 4, episode 10. Uh, today we are talking about secondary conditions to tinnitus. So uh, you can check our other two podcasts on tinnitus and the hearing loss, uh, season 1, episode 18, and season 3, episode 5. And uh, so tinnitus, so ringing in the ear, is not a disease, but a symptom which can result from a variety uh, range of underlying causes, including the prolonged exposure to abnormally loud sounds in the ear canal, ear infections, foreign objects in the ear, nasal allergies, which prevent or induce fluid drain or wax buildup. And tinnitus can also be noticed as a part of the natural aging process as a side effect of some medications or uh, genetic uh, hearing loss. However, the most common cause is uh, noise uh, indulged uh, hearing loss. Thank you, 3M. So let's go into our today's um, topic. So the overview of tinnitus. Generally speaking, tinnitus refers to the perception of noise or ringing in the ears. Tinnitus affects approximately 15 to 20% of people in the United States and a disproportionate number of veterans. Often tinnitus is a symptom of an underlying condition such as hearing loss, ear injury, or a circulatory system disorder. Although it is very bothersome and can lead to significant impairment in everyday life, tinnitus is not typically life-threatening. The most common tinnitus symptoms may include phantom noises in the ears such as ringing, buzzing, roaring, clicking, hissing, humming, things like that. Such phantom noises may vary in pitch from a low to a high and can occur in one or both ears. In some cases, the noise can be so loud that it interferes with the individual's ability to concentrate or hear uh, external sounds. Furthermore, tinnitus may be present at all times or it may come and go. There are two main types of tinnitus, one of which is significantly more common than the other. Subjective tinnitus, Tinnitus only you can hear. The most common type of tinnitus it can be caused by problems in the outer, middle, or inner ear, problems with auditory nerves, or problems with the part of the brain that interprets nerve signals as sound. Objective tinnitus, tinnitus the doctor can hear when they perform an examination is extremely rare. It can be caused by a blood vessel problem, a middle ear bone condition, or muscle contractions. So uh, what are the causes of tinnitus? There are a number of health conditions that can cause or aggravate tinnitus, but an exact cause is not always established. However, in many people, tinnitus is caused by one of the following. 
age-related hearing loss. Hearing loss often occurs around age 60 and progresses over time. Such hearing loss may cause tinnitus. Exposure to loud noise. Loud noises can contribute to tinnitus and hearing loss. Both short-term and long-term exposure to loud sound can cause permanent damage. Airwax blockage. Airwax protects the ear canal by trapping dirt and slowing the growth of bacteria. However, when too much earwax accumulates, it becomes too hard to wash away, naturally causing hearing loss or irritation of the eardrum, which can lead to tinnitus. Ear bone changes. Stiffening of the bone in the middle ear may affect hearing and cause tinnitus. Mesionaire's disease. Tinnitus can be an early indicator of uh, Mesionaire's disease, an inner ear disorder that may be caused by abnormal inner ear fluid pressure. TBI, traumatic brain injury, can cause tinnitus by auditory nerve damage. Um, tinnitus can often be improved with appropriate treatment and intervention. For example, tinnitus may be treated with noise suppression, including um, white noise, noise machines. Uh, these devices uh, uh, are often an effective treatment for tinnitus. Fans, humidifiers, and other noise-making machines may also be helpful. Hearing aids, uh, the use of hearing aids may be beneficial when an individual suffers from hearing loss in addition to tinnitus. Masking devices, these devices are worn in the ear like hearing aids and produce continuous low-level white noise that suppresses tinnitus symptoms. Uh, tinnitus uh, retraining, it's a variable device that delivers individually programmed tonal music to mask the tinnitus sounds. Uh, also, medications cannot cure tinnitus, they may help reduce the severity of the symptoms. And uh, examples of common medications for tinnitus include the following. Antidepressants, generally used for severe uh, tinnitus. Xanax may help reduce tinnitus symptoms but can become habit-forming, so it is often used as a last resort. Finally, there are several lifestyle adjustments and home remedies that may be helpful for individuals with tinnitus. Avoiding Avoidance of possible irritants such as loud noises, caffeine, and nicotine. Managing stress. Reducing alcohol consumption. Acupuncture. Melatonin zinc supplements, B vitamins, little things like that that could uh, hopefully mitigate it a little bit for you. So tinnitus is one of the most frequently claimed conditions for service connection. While on active duty, service members are consistently exposed to loud noises, including gunfire, machinery, uh, armored vehicles, aircraft, and other combat-related noises. Uh, in addition, many veterans cope with TBI uh, uh, stemming from traumatic injuries or exposure to improvised explosive, improvised explosive devices, IEDs. As a result, tinnitus and hearing loss are common conditions from which veterans suffer. And symptoms of tinnitus can be more pronounced at night when one is lying down to sleep simply because it is quieter. And for service members on active duty, however, quiet may not be something that is experienced very often. And for this reason, the veteran uh, may not even notice their tinnitus symptoms until long after they are discharged from 
service uh, at which point they may decide to file a claim for VA disability benefits. To establish service connection for tinnitus on a direct basis, veterans must prove that there is a connection between their diagnosis and their time in service. Specifically, the following elements must be present, presented. Uh, one, current diagnosis of tinnitus. Two, an in-service in event, injury, or illness. And three, a medical nexus linking the current diagnosis of tinnitus to the in-service event, injury, or illness. The following types of evidence are often used to develop and strengthen claims for tinnitus. Service personnel records. These may show evidence of regular and prolonged noise exposure during training, exercises, or in combat. Medical records. These may help establish that a veteran did not have hearing-related issues prior to their military service. Doctor statements may establish when the veteran began complaining of tinnitus symptoms and what, if any, types of treatment the veteran received. Medical opinion. A medical expert can opine that the veteran's tinnitus is at, le at least as likely as not due to their time in service. So what are disability ratings for tinnitus? After service connection for tinnitus is established, the VA will award disability rating based on the severity of the condition. VA rates tinnitus under the 38 CFR 4.87 Schedule of Ratings Air Diagnostic Code 6260. The condition of tinnitus almost always results in a 10% disability rating. Important, importantly, this singular 10% disability rating takes both ears into account and that is the highest that it goes for tinnitus. So if you have a zero, you have an argument to try to go for the 10%, but if you have a 10%, there's no need to try to file an increase on tinnitus. Uh, does tinnitus cause other conditions? Tinnitus can cause significant impairments in a veteran's everyday life and oftentimes results in a variety of other conditions as well. A common one that I see a lot are migraines Due, um, due to tinnitus as a secondary. Migraine headaches are a type of headache characterized by intense pain that can be accompanied by nausea, vomiting, sensitivity to light and sound, lightheadedness, and blurred vision. Migraines can be debilitating and can last anywhere from hours to days depending on the person. It is unclear what causes migraines, but triggers can include hormonal imbalance, alcohol, stress, and sensory stimulation, for example, the ringing in the ears. According to the American Migraine Foundation, there is a strong relationship between tinnitus and migraine headaches. Specifically, about 27% of individuals with tinnitus also suffer from migraines. Some individuals also report a worsening in tinnitus symptoms during migraine attacks. Recent studies suggest that tinnitus and migraine co-occur as a result of spontaneous abnormal neural activity. However, more research needs to be done in this area. Another one that's fairly common, especially with my older vets, is depression secondary to tinnitus. Depression is a serious mental health condition that affects the way a person thinks, feels, and acts. Symptoms of depression tend to vary amongst individuals. To, however, common symptoms include persistent feelings of sadness, worthlessness, and hopelessness, lack of motivation or interest in activities that usually derive pleasure, difficulty sleeping and concentrating, changing changes in appetite resulting in weight loss or weight gain, irritability, and fatigue. Current research also points to a significant relationship between tinnitus and depression. 
2015 study titled The Correlation of Tinnitus Handicap in Inventory with Depression and Anxiety in Veterans with Tinnitus looked at the percentage of veterans with tinnitus who also suffered from depression. The result revealed that 58.2% of the sample had depression. Overall, tinnitus may cause complications with sleep, thereby leading to stress, fatigue, and ultimately depression. Another one is anxiety. So anxiety, very similar to the depression. You see that a lot with the older vets. Anxiety is defined as an intense, excessive, and persistent worry and fear about everyday situations. It is estimated that one-third of adults in the United States suffer from anxiety disorders, especially in 2020. The most common symptoms of anxiety disorders include the following. Feeling restless, jumpy or on edge, excessive worrying, difficulty concentrating, rapid heartbeat, trembling or twitching, muscle tension, shortness of breath or difficulty breathing, feeling dizzy, nauseous, or lightheaded, and difficulty sleeping. The study referenced above also found that 79% of the sample also suffered from anxiety. Importantly, 58% of that sample suffered from both anxiety and depression. Somatic Symptom Disorder Secondary Tinnitus Somatic symptom disorder is characterized by extreme focus on physical symptoms such as pain or fatigue that can cause major emotional distress and problems with social and occupational functioning. Oftentimes, individual somatic symptom disorder have another diagnosed medical condition that is associated with these symptoms. However, the individual's reaction to the actual medical condition is excessive or disproportionate to the actual problem. Veterans may become overly focused on their tinnitus symptoms and begin to worry about them excessively. Uh, another big one is the sleep apnea. It's a potentially serious sleep disorder in which person's breathing is repeatedly interrupted during the course of the night. There are three main types of sleep apnea, including the following. Number one, obstructive sleep apnea, two, central sleep apnea, and three, complex mixed sleep apnea syndrome. Generally speaking, the most common symptoms include loud snoring, gasping for air, awakening with dry mouth, morning headache, insomnia, hypersomnolence, and difficulty concentrating. One previous study assessed the reported prevalence and severity of sleep disturbance in chronic tinnitus patients. Of these patients, 80 were military personnel with the diagnosis of tinnitus associated with noise-induced permanent hearing loss. Many sleep questionnaire, the MSQ scores for sleep disturbance were found to be higher than those of normal controls in 77% of the patients. The highest MSQ scores in tinnitus patients were for delayed sleep, morning awakenings, mid-sleep awakenings, morning fatigue, and chronic fatigue. S secondary service connection for uh, secondary conditions to tinnitus. A secondary service connection is one that results from a separate condition that is already service-connected. For example, if a veteran is service-connected for tinnitus and later develops one of the above-mentioned conditions as a result, like the headaches, they may be eligible for secondary service connection. Filing a claim for a condition secondary to tinnitus involves the same process as filing a claim for service connection. Specifically, the veterans will fill out and submit VA Form 21-526EZ an original claim for service connection. Veterans may do so online using the e-benefits portal, 
in person at their local regional offices once we are allowed to, or with the help from a veteran's advocate. Importantly, there is certain evidence that veterans should include with their claims for secondary service connections. Specifically, veterans will need to demonstrate two things to the VA to be granted service connection for secondary conditions to tinnitus. Number one, a diagnosis for the secondary condition, and two, medical evidence showing the link between the service connection and tinnitus and their secondary condition. So your best bet normally when it comes to secondaries is trying to get doctor's letters saying more likely than not. And that'll give you better odds. Mm. Uh, that's it, guys, for today's podcast. Um, have any book, uh, great movie you would like to recommend? Mm, I've been really kind of focused on the cryptocurrency thing lately, really. And I think that's going to be a big thing for the next couple of years coming up. So if you guys are into the crypto thing, look into it. I think it might be something that's worth looking into. Yep. But I don't really have a specific book. It's kind of more articles and things. And uh, quote or words of wisdom of the day? Alone we can do so little. Together we can do so much. Uh, said by Helen Keller. Uh, that's it, folks. Thank you for listening. Until next time, over and out. Thank you.